0: Smillah Rahman Rahim Alhamdulillah Bila Alameen, Osallallahu Allah ala anabina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een, Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah, he mentions a very interesting bab or chapter. He says, Babut tijarati fima yukrahu lubsuhu lil rijali wanni sa He then mentions the hadith of Umar radiallahu anhu. Umar radiallahu anhu was with Rasulullah when he saw a man who was selling coats. These coats had silk in them. And as we know, in Islam, men are not allowed to wear silk. So Umar radiallahu anhu told Rasulullah O Messenger of Allah, why don't you buy one of these coats so you can wear them on Friday and when you are welcoming or meeting with guests? Look at how Umar radiyallahu anhu thought of Rasulullah and had feelings for him and towards him. He wanted him to be the best. Again, look at the importance of dressing up on a Friday and when meeting dignitaries or people in general. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam said, man la fil The ones who wear these type of coats made with silk they will have no goodness on the day of Qiyamah. It is mentioned that after that, there were some coats that came to Rasulullah sallallahu similar to these. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from these coats, he took out one for Umar radiyallahu anhu, and he sent it to him. Look at how, just a while back, Rasulullah sallallahu told Umar radiyallahu anhu, the people who wear these coats will not have any goodness. They will have no have on the day of qiyamah. And here Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is sending Umar a coat which is similar to this. So Umar radiyallahu anhu was surprised and he asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam about this. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, I didn't send it to you so that you can wear it. Rather, I sent it to you so you can give it to somebody else who is allowed to wear it, or you can sell it and benefit from the money you get. It is then mentioned that Umar radiallahu anhu gave it to one of his brothers who was not yet a Muslim in Makkah. So look at how silk, men are not allowed to wear it. However, because silk itself is not haram, it's not najis, it's not impure, and the women folk can still wear it, or people who are not Muslims, they wear it. A person is allowed to sell it, and they can benefit from the money they make of it. A mas'ala that always comes up is when sellers ask, they say, I am selling certain products, and I'm worried that people may use it in haram. So, for example, you sell phones and you are worried that people will use it to watch haram or do haram. Are you allowed to sell these phones or not? The fact that a phone is not najis, it's not impure, a phone in itself is not haram, you are allowed to sell it. As for the buyer, whatever they do with this phone, it's got nothing to do with you, bi your conscience and you yourself are clear. However, when it comes to something which is haram in itself, so for example, alcohol or pigs, a person here is not even allowed to sell those things in the first place. So just to recap, a seller or somebody who is selling, obviously, you are allowed to sell things that are mubah and permissible in Islam. And as we learned today, things which are not najis, not impure, not haram, they may be makruh for certain people. So for example, silk here, men were not allowed to wear it. However, Umar radiyallahu anhu or Rasulullah told Umar radiyallahu anhu that he didn't send him the coat for him to wear, rather he could have sold it and benefited from the money or he could have given it as a hadiyah, as a gift to somebody else. So, for example, as we know, men in Islam are not allowed to wear gold. So, let's say somebody gifts you a gold ring. A non-Muslim, for example, they gave you a gift, a gold ring. Here, you can take this ring, you can gift it to somebody, or you can sell it and benefit from the money. Even though the ring in itself, a Muslim man is not allowed to wear it. We also mentioned how when you are selling products, as long as it's not haram, as long as it is something mubah, for example, cell phones or lights or glasses, you don't know whether somebody's going to drink alcohol in it or somebody's going to drink water in it, then whatever the buyer does with these products, it's got nothing to do with you. And بإذن you are clear and your conscience are clean. You don't have to worry about it. When it comes to certain products that are being sold at a time where there is fitna. So for example, if there is fighting or You've seen a person who is a murderer, a person who is a killer, and you are selling a knife, for example, and he wants to buy it from you. Here, you don't sell him this knife, not because the knife is haram, but because you know that this person, for example, he's come out, he's a wanted person. He uses these weapons to kill people. So here, you don't sell this knife to this person, not because there is a problem with the product, but because the person himself who is buying it, it is known 100% that they are a murderer and they buy such weapons to kill people. In the next episode, we want to look at the difference between hoarding, waiting for the price to go up, and Actually making a large profit Is there a difference between these two? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To grant us all beneficial knowledge and goodness Ameen وَصَلَّ اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمَ مُبَارَكَ عَلَىٰ نَبِينَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَىٰ آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِيدٍ